going to be talking about social relationships and awkwardness and how you interact with others and, and how, how the way you're hardwired may, may relate to the way you encounter others. Uh, we're going to be talking today with psychologist and inter- interpersonal relationship expert Tai Tashiro, who's going to help us understand the research in psychology and neuroscience and sociology to think about this trait of awkwardness and its origin. We certainly enjoy it on the television shows like Big Bang Theory and celebrate that in many of our home departments, as, mm-hmm. as those of us around the table might, might confess to. Uh, I'm John Baylor. I'm chair of the Department of Statistics at Miami University, and and I'm going to be leading into this discussion uh, on stats and short stories today. And joining me in the studio are uh, Richard Campbell and Rosemary Pennington. But our special guest today is going to be Ty Tashiro, as I mentioned, who is an author, relationship expert. He received his PhD in psychology from the University of Minnesota and is the author of Awkward, The Science of Why We're Socially Awkward and Why That's Awesome. Uh, Ty, welcome. And uh, how did you get involved in studying, you know, this this phenomena? Well, uh, there there were a number of factors, I guess. When I was a kid, I was a very socially awkward kid, so I have some uh, history with the topic, I guess. And it was about three years ago that, I had a bunch of friends who had happened to move to new cities right about the same time. And some of those friends were socially awkward. And they're great, fantastic people. But when I would go to visit, I would just see them struggle as they tried to meet new people and watched how their awkwardness was tripping them up in their um, attempt to make new social relationships. And I had this thought to myself, which was, you know, if they could just skip the first five minutes of these social interactions, <laughs> I think they'd be a lot better off. And because uh, they're great people, you know, with amazing character and kind hearts and so interesting. And I thought, well, somebody must have uh, researched this. And then, too, someone must have written a book about this. So what I found out was that there was a lot of research that was relevant to social awkwardness. Uh, In the end, there were over a thousand studies that were relevant to social awkwardness, but nobody was really, uh, nobody had really taken this research and given it to the broader public to talk about why we're awkward and why it might be uh, helpful to think about if there's a potential upside to being socially awkward. Hmm. I, I'm one of those people who the first five minutes of any social interaction when I don't know you is a nightmare and I can't breathe and I don't know what to do. So mm. what advice would you give to me and others who want to be able to connect but sort of can't seem to jump that hurdle easily? Yeah, it's uh, I know the feeling, <laughs> you know, and it, it can feel like everything's accelerated uh, during those initial minutes. And, you know, someone who's really smart and uh, really confident maybe in other areas of their life, can feel, uh, gosh, I just don't know what to do in these situations. I think one of the things that awkward people do really well is they're really good at seeing systems and methods. And you even see this professionally. Uh, Socially awkward people are much more likely to go into professions like uh, science, for example, where you have a scientific method, Uh, maybe something like mathematics, where there's rules of mathematics, Uh, Even creative things like ballet, where there's uh, methods to how you get better. Now, in social situations, I think that awkward people can learn the rules of engagement because most of our social interactions 
are kind of like Groundhog Day, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of repeated over and over again. Right. We say hi in the same way as we get asked the same questions. Uh, we're supposed to do the same social graces. So a lot of awkward people benefit from studying manners because manners are the playbook of sorts for how you handle these early moments of an interaction. There's ample resources uh, on the internet, uh, also in books. And just studying these things and then figuring out how to implement that in a way that works for you can allow these things to become routines that people become expert at. And then, of course, that starts to become automatic. And then that liberates people to let their personality show through. I read in some place that you said awkward people tend not to look people in the eyes when they first meet them. They they look at their ears (laughs) or their chin. So would you advise, you know, is that one of those things that you would study, like practice manners is looking people in the eye when when you talk to them initially? That's yeah, that's a that's a great example. Um, of course, the chin and the ears are not as information rich. <laughs> I love that when you said it's not information rich to look at somebody's ear. I guess I felt like a true researcher, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so right, right away, the awkward person's behind, right? Because they're not getting cues that everybody else will be getting that are that are important for reading the other person's emotional state or or their intent. So, yeah, you want to look in the eyes for pragmatic reasons <laughs> to gather information, but also because it makes people feel uncomfortable uh, when eye contact is perceived to be erratic. Yeah. Um, here's a place where science can help us out a little bit. There's people who have used eye tracking technology yeah. to study how long do people, how long is the appropriate amount of time to look somebody in the eye? It turns out it's 3.2 seconds <laughs> and, uh, and you break away and then 3.2 back on. Well, now, now uh, we're going to start timing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually recommend sometimes in clinical settings, people use this thing called a Tabata timer that they use in exercise for interval training. <laughs> and so you can actually program it to be 3.2 on and one second off and 3.2 on. <laughs> I, so what what has changed for you and your friends as a result of your review of all of this literature? <laughs> I, well, I've heard from a lot of people, some of them friends, some of them uh, just folks who have read the, read the book. Uh, I'm always grateful to hear from people. And I think the thing that warms my heart is just to, one, hear folks say, it's so nice to hear that I'm not alone in the world. Yeah. Um, it turns mm-hmm. out about 15% of people are socially awkward. So, you know, I, Awkwardness is not some weird outlier kind of condition. It's, it's actually pretty common. Um, it's nice to hear, I think, for people that, as they probably intuited, but their character and their value as a person isn't connected to the, their social skill in short-term interactions um, or their charisma. And there's an upside uh, to social awkwardness, too, which is that Social awkwardness is strongly correlated with giftedness and extraordinary achievement. Uh, sometimes what psychologists call striking, uh, striking achievements, meaning that you're really, really excellent in a particular area. And so this uh, great focus that awkward people have, this ability to get really interested and enthusiastic about some particular topic, kind of drives uh, willingness to persist and to just have the grit uh, to get really, really good at something. So I think it's important, too, for awkward people to realize that their unusual interests are okay, and Mm -hmm. the amount of enthusiasm and love that they have for it is not only okay, but 
just just a great thing that I think most people would like to experience. Oh, that great, great, great message. Great point. It's been our pleasure to have Ty Tashiro join us on Stats and Short Stories. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Department of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film and the American Statistical Association. Stay tuned and keep following us on Twitter or on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on our program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu and be sure to listen for future episodes where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. <laughs>